Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks for listening to the We Talk Black podcast. I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. So, unfortunately, we had some mic complications during the recording of this week's episode. I honestly think it's too good of a conversation to throw away. So, when you guys do finish the episode, just know the next one will be 10 times better. Thanks, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So, welcome to the We Talk Black podcast, where we discuss issues that we feel directly impact the black community and how we can find their origins, figure out who they directly impact, and figure out actual solutions to move past them. I am Jima, and here with me I have Don. Hey, we are also speaking with Ricardo today. And today we're talking about generational cycles and how our parents' behavior affect our adult lives. Also, we're trying to figure out how to bridge the gap between us and our parents and us and the future generations because I believe that is very important. You know, we all got, like, deep shit going on with our parents. Deep. So to start off, um, I'm just going to ask you guys, tell me about your parents and how you were raised. You can give, like, a brief introduction of your parents. I don't know. Um, but, oh, first, I'm sorry. First, I want to make sure, disclaimer, we are speaking from a place of love. Like, no matter what we say, these are our parents. We love their asses. But, you know, they kind of have some fucked up shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, um, so, like, yeah, tell me about your parents. Tell me how you're raised. And, most importantly, what age you moved out. Y'all want me to start? Okay. So, I was raised in a two-parent household mother and father I technically have a stepdad but my dad married my mom two weeks before I was born so that nigga my daddy all I know that's just how it works yeah exactly that is my father I don't call anybody else that that's who it is um my parents are Muslim I was raised in the nation of Islam translation my parents were very fucking strict (laughs) I couldn't do shit (laughs) um but, I mean, looking back, I look at people whose parents let them do shit, and they still doing that shit, so. Yeah, I'm about to say. I appreciate it as an adult. Yeah. I appreciate that shit. Um, and I moved out at 18. I didn't feel pushed to move out. I moved out a little while after high school. It was just getting a little rough, uh, rocky mm-hmm. relationship between me and my parents. And being the rebellious 18-year-old that I was, I just felt like, I gotta go. (laughs) And then I figured out that you gotta buy your own tissue and shit like that, so it wasn't really that great starting out. (laughs) Well, my name's Don. I was raised solely by my mother. Um, I had a couple of father, uh, stepfather figures during uh, the stretch, I guess you can say. One happened to be my sister's father, my little sister's father. Um, but majority was on her own, the, the years that I feel like that kind of did. We were raised kind of in the, um, what we call them project, but they were apartments in Chicago, and then we just moved to Savannah in the hood, and I've been in both places when she started living beyond her means, which, in my opinion, I had more, we had more family time when we were standing in the hood, because when she moved to the suburbs, she was always at work trying to hold two jobs or doing stuff like that, and, yeah, some fucked up shit happened, but <laughs> <laughs> I know that she tried her best, like I said, because she had three, it was three of us, so. It's six of us. Yeah. Ricardo? <laughs> <laughs> well, I grew up in a country household, uh, came up Christian, in the 
Christian household. Yeah. Praise Jesus. All right. Praise Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but um, even though I like didn't really like a lot about the, uh, you know what I'm saying, kind of how a lot of the structure was in my family, I was kind of always rebelling. Yeah, Same. I, was <laughs> so, I was a rebellion child, well, definitely. But the thing about my situation is my, my dad's a pastor. So like he yeah. had his own church and all that stuff. Which was cool on the musician side. Mm-hmm. Because you know what I'm saying, it gave me yeah. that you know what I'm saying I had allowed to do the stuff that I'm doing now, but you know, it's always some some extra shit. It was pretty cool. Like, what age did you move out? Uh, 17. 17? Yeah. You said you moved out at 16. Yeah. 16, 17, 18. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys, yeah. did you guys feel pressured to move out? Uh, I, I actually, they wanted me to stay. They, they was mad that I was trying to leave. Yeah, I never felt like it mattered that much. Looking back now, I know it did, but when I moved, I just was because I just felt like I could do it on my own, which I found out was false. But <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yeah, we know. <laughs> I had to dive out. <laughs> yeah, we had to learn. Because yeah. I, same. Yeah, exactly. I, I had to learn. I had to learn. I had been back. Yeah, I, <laughs> same. <laughs> just left. <laughs> um, no, I asked because the stigma in black families is always once you're 18, you got to get out. That was never the case in my house. My mom. was like a goal. <laughs> loves us being there like yeah. all of us at some point went back and it doesn't like it's not something that like oh you gotta you gotta get up and move you're 18 now you gotta go be on your own you gotta spread your wings or whatever mm-hmm. and even moving back it's not it's not on one of those situations where oh you here you finna start paying some rent no see, yeah, see that's my mom <laughs> see, my, my, first thing. not my parents they still did everything Still buying my tissue. I was like, dang, I missed this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the little things I noticed the first. Like, just uh, I moved little... out. I was like, dang, I got no toothpaste. Yeah, <laughs> no like, things like that. that you never run out of. Exactly. <laughs> you don't run out of that shit at your parents' house. Go to the store and see how much it is. Plus <laughs> food, is plus clothes. Expensive. Living on your own is fucking expensive. So I'm hoping that because we have three completely different, you know, perspectives here, that we can get three completely different perspectives here. Um, yeah, especially Muslim, Christian, and non-religion. Yeah. <laughs> no religion. So, um, let me ask you guys, how, how are your relationships with your mothers? Uh, mine is pretty good. It's, it's uh, We took a trip, I think, about 2000 and... That was 13, 14 in the South Beach, and we was like, me and her was in the car for about six hours straight, and, like, we mm-hmm. just got everything out. Like everything, everything that I felt was wrong, so I expressed it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> everything that I I addressed it. She explained it. And she explained why, and you know, we just got a better understanding of what happened and why it turned out the way I did, why she did what she did, and you know, we got a better relationship now. We talk at least twice a week, I would say, three times a week, but nothing still is like she's just not that emotional connection type of person. Like we'll talk about. Stuff with just not feelings. And <laughs> so you said you're not really emotional. So yeah, do you feel more? Does it feel motherly? Like 
what does motherly feel like to you? And that's one of the things I said to her, because one of the things that's like, was crazy to me that I realized when I was grown is that I heard her say, I love you one time, like, directly from me to her. And it was still, it was from her to me and my siblings. Instead oh, of so this. y'all got yeah. one, I love you, y'all got split this shit. And I was like, mom, why you never told us you love? She was like, I had to be, um, what she, what she explained it was that she wanted, she had to be the mother and the father, and she felt like was, she, was, she was too soft. That would have made us soft, but she wasn't like soft at all. <laughs> like, not even a little bit. <laughs> so that's why y'all like. So, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I definitely feel like it's a direct correlation. How about you? I, I definitely can say in that aspect, like, they, they definitely, like, told me that, you know what I'm saying? They made sure they showed me they love. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, well, I guess I can answer the mama question. Like, me and my mom have a great relationship. Like, it's just. Some stuff you just can't talk about with your mama as a man. <laughs> I, exactly. I hope my son tell me everything now. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot that will tell you everything, but it's just like certain specifics of the whole full relationship. Like, that's what I don't tell my mom everything, so I still understand. I ask y'all coming from like a male perspective because you know, like, the thing is like daddy's little girls, mama's boys, so right. I figure, like, as men, I don't think I trust a man that's not close with his mama. Like, that doesn't have, yeah, like, a stable relationship with your mom. I was going to say, I like, think Because that, how do you treat that, women? Exactly. I was just going to say, that would you be part of your with your mama? What do you mean? Like, <laughs> no. If you don't respect her, you can't respect Yeah, you're not going to respect no one. She pushed you out. <laughs> That's, like, the highest level but of respect. But there are situations, though. It could be a situation with a bad mom. But I mean, yeah, that, I don't I don't mean like that. Under like the son part. I yeah, I don't mean, like, under like under a, like, a strenuous relationship type shit. I mean, as just... Like, you as a human being, you just don't fuck with your mama. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Yeah, she cool and all, but... <laughs> that's that <laughs> shit. No, nigga. Um, what about fathers? How do we feel? Because my mom, my relationship with my mom, as an adult, is a lot better <laughs> than it was when I was an adult, which was a couple years ago. Well, I have a stepfather. We don't really talk that much now, though, because he has another family in Michigan, he just got a lot going on. I got a lot going on, and we never had that type of relationship anyway. He just taught me some of the basic things as a boy that I took, I learned, that benefit me when I became a man or whatever. But other than that, like, I don't really have a father figure, I would say. Her goal was basically to be both. Do you think she succeeded? Um, No, because I don't feel like I had a mother on, I would say, like, on the emotional level yeah. that's why I'm bad kind of bad with that now like I don't really express myself right when it comes to emotions or whatever because she never did that like she never only emotion I knew was anger and frustration <laughs> she coming out but like I said I was the stress of her trying to live beyond her means and just we had it too because we were handful like we, me and my brother we did everything that you can name to piss her off uh, <laughs> everything that you can name them Make up for it, but yeah, this was she was my father figure. <laughs> I guess you could say. That's where I'm at. It really is. You know what I'm saying? He, my dad. I respect him. Mm-hmm. He, my dad. And I always respect him for being. You know what I'm saying? The spark there before you know what I'm saying. That's not a nice way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is, what are you like, I, I appreciate, like he's, like he's saying, like, I appreciate, like, the younger stuff that 
that he taught me like about being a man. Like honestly, I remember like when I was young, we was having conversations about fighting and shit. Cause like I was a hothead when I was like yeah. young. So like anything would I set me the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like a little firecracker. But you know what I'm saying? He just used to be like, if you if you can walk away from it, walk away from it. And, if, and that's a fight. You know what I'm saying? Only fight if you back into a corner. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That little jump just stuck with me like my whole life. Like little stuff like that. But like most of the time. The appreciation is there. I'm pretty much the same with my dad. Like, um, yeah. we laugh about it in the group chat because I'm scared as hell of my dad. <laughs> like, I, I was, I was telling my my roommate this. Like, it, it's just something about his voice and the fact that he don't smile. It's just like <laughs> it's very just stern, and it kind of scares the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime we have a um, conversation, there was this one time I was pregnant. He was trying to talk to me about something. I was on the couch for. About three to five minutes before I'm bawling out crying. <laughs> I was literally bawling out crying. Like it's just when he talks, I just always feel like I'm in trouble. And I'm a whole ass adult. Yeah. So I was like, what what could I possibly be in trouble for? What what is trouble with your parents as an adult? But his voice, man. His voice and the way he look at you ain't talk. <laughs> like you're in trouble. This is this is just you did something, and now I gotta sit down and have a conversation with you. But um, and I feel like that's what that intimidation. Yeah, and it's very, very much intimidating. Yeah. When like I feel like once you get past a certain age and you taking care of shit by yourself, like it needs, it needs to be a rearranging. It so, does. I, I, I feel that same way. I could, I was just gonna say it can go too far and too long. Too long. Yeah. So, like, it's cool when we. I, I feel like even teenage years is a little bit too far. I used to start developing. The, the communication verbally instead exactly. of like just trying to scare him by fear and you know what I'm saying still in fear or whatever but see I don't think he's trying is. to scare us that's just how he is that's the scary oh, part <laughs> no <laughs> like he'll he's laugh like as some stuff no Donald, I'm serious <laughs> like he'll laugh at some stuff but like when Chris met him she was like oh I just thought he was this nice man you don't laugh no you don't like he laughs at stuff which it's funny he'll laugh but you see my dad walking down the street in his truck, working, anything, straight ass face. That's just his face. <laughs> Literally just his face. <laughs> I swear to you. And it's intimidating. Like, I got over it with my mom, but can't seem to get over it with my dad. Like, and um, I had a conversation with my mom and my sister one day about respect versus fear in your parents. Because I feel like you don't respect your parents until you stop fearing them. Because I I didn't I told her I didn't start respecting my parents until a couple of years ago when I realized I ain't scared of y'all no <laughs> you know? Like I am an adult. What I do is what I do. You cannot like it, but I'm gonna still do it. You know? So that's when the respect level for me kicked in because I respect y'all, I respect y'all household, I respect, you know, the whole nine. But I ain't scared no more. You're not gonna whoop me, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying yeah. too. Cause, yeah, I'm gonna die no more fear. Like you don't, you you scared to tell your parents certain things, and you scared to like like so. And my respect level for my mom and my dad is different. My mom, it's like I wear like a short skirt because, like I said, Muslims. Like I would never have worn this dress out the house growing up. There was no tank tops, none of that. 
hot. Yo, I was hot. <laughs> so, um, so like my mom, if I get a dress or a skirt and it's a certain length, she'd be like, oh, that's short. I know. I bought it that way. <laughs> but it's like the second my dad walks in the house, I'm flitted down, sitting down. I'm not like, just making sure I'm not, you know. That's that's the weird, like, respect level for my dad. But, like, my mom is short. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't mean I don't respect her. It's just, like, I know who she is. And at some point, I had to let her know this is who I am, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but it's not, it's, I can't walk up to my, I, for some reason, I can't walk up to my dad and be like, this is who I am, daddy. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> I feel like girls like, have a subconscious feeling like it's like when they daddy stop fucking with them just because they so mean and shit. Like if they mm-hmm. really stop fucking with them, they just gonna feel like everything disconnect. Because I ain't gonna stop like my sister kind of like used to feel that way. Like mm-hmm. with my dad, you know, when she got older and started just being who, her, being herself. who she is, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? which was good for her because she, you know, she was in a depressive state. It will fucking do that. It's this stigma between like because we're raised and it's like women are daddy's girls, but and it's like a good thing. Oh, you're spoiled. Your dad loves you. This and that. But it also creates this this negative stigma that you're never able to shake off. Like I I can never do what I want. I can never be who I am because like this is my dad. Like you know, it's weird. It's very weird. Um. That's something that I feel like definitely need to change. Definitely does. As far as like our generation. Oh yeah. Because there's a lot of awakening happening and there's a lot of new stuff that they have to understand that we already picked up on. Exactly. I was finna say though, I, I see a lot with younger people our age, kids, it's like I would say like four or better that can walk and talk and hold a conversation with their parents. They're being, in my opinion, too friendly with their kids, like friends first. And I'm all for that, but I still feel like it's a balance because when it comes to discipline, it's like, you can't tell me anything. You, you know, you're my homegirl, you know what I'm saying? I'm my mom, but you're looking at it like, oh, we were just playing yesterday, you know what I'm saying? So what are you telling me now? Like, what would you describe as too friendly? Um, I can't really describe too friendly. I would say just if you get to the point where you say something... Like, say y'all in the store and, like, mm-hmm. something going like, going crazy and you tell them to stop and they don't the first time because with me, I've never been told twice. It might have been twice, like, today and then tomorrow, mm-hmm. but if I'm in the store and me and my brother playing and she tells us to stop, I'm stopping. Like, so let me, let me ask you this now. We're talking about, like, respect for our parents and everything. Mm-hmm. You weren't stopping playing because you respected your mom. You no, it was out of fear. But exactly. it's a balance, though. I'm saying that, that was wrong, too, but I'm saying... It needs to be more balanced instead of all discipline or all friend. It's a hard balance to find. It's a definitely. I have an example, but it's not really like a mother dog. Like my sister, with my nieces and nephews, she's always the play for auntie. Like she'll let them jump her and type stuff, and they love it. Yeah. So when they see her, they jump on her. Yeah, you know, they right. act like they're beating her up. You know, she's all dramatic with it, and I'm very playful. But it's like they, I know they see me as the more. Third, when I tell you to do something, yeah, <laughs> listen, <laughs> type thing. But so for a good while, she would always wonder, like, why they don't listen to her? Mm. Why can't she be taken seriously? Why does she have to tell them to do stuff more than once? Because they saw her as, you know, this our yeah. friend. She like, playing with yeah. us, you know. Mm-hmm. 
and she had to figure out the balance. And I was just like, just raise your voice a little bit. You don't, you don't have to hit them. You don't have to do it. Yeah, none of that. It's your voice. Like you use the same voice you playing to be to discipline with. That's where I think the confusion comes yeah, in. Yeah, and they because, don't know. Because like Alex, I play with him a lot. He's really fucking goofy, but he knows like when I say now, like my voice changes. It's not like oh type shit, you know. So I feel like your your tone of voice and like your body language comes off a lot too because. With him, like, he knows when I get serious, but the second I smile or the second I laugh, yeah. he don't take me serious. Yeah. <laughs> no He's like, ah, gotcha. Yeah. And now he goes back to yeah. doing whatever the playful shit that he was doing. Why do y'all think y'all have the, the big difference? Well, Ricardo, why do you think you have the big difference between relationships with mothers and relationships with fathers? Because you, you showed a lot of love for your mom and then uh, the respect and appreciation for yourself. It's about what they both did. You know what I'm saying? I would have the same appreciation for my dad if he did what my mom did. What'd your mom do different? Like, just, like, I, I, I the affection like, and shit like that? You think? Yeah, I mean, even like showing up to everything that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I did everything when I was coming up. Play basketball, play soccer, play football, was in band. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. And like, of course, it was stuff going on all the time. Guess who was there? Yeah. My mom. Yeah. Did they saying? both work? Yeah. They both worked. You know what I'm saying? But he was more of a, a pastor figure in my life. And okay. That's, yeah. what yeah. that's when, like, all the preacher movies, preacher daughter movies, that's what they yeah. always come off of. Like, yeah. It's almost like the same with military parents. They're not really fathers. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. what are they called? They're uh, fucking generals and shit like that. Like, the people who are raised with those strict military people, they call their dad general and colonel and shit like that. Like, yeah. That's Captain. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's almost the same thing with pastors, it seems like. Yeah, that's definitely true. But it's because they feel like it worked for them, so. Yeah, like, like it should just yard. automatically. Man, I remember this dude told me one time. He was like, I Mm-hmm. So you can have somewhere to stay. So that was just it. That was it. So like my dad has worked since I can remember all the time to this day, seven days a week. Like he don't like to sit down. Right. I think that may be where I get it from too. I don't like to sit down. He doesn't like to sit down. He and if he's sitting down, he's like in the living room reading a book or something. He's always doing something constructive, but. Both of my parents worked, actually. Like, we um, we used to go to school. We used to go to this, like, daycare, like, for, like, they used to have, like, this after-school program type thing. So, we wouldn't see them till like, later. But I can't really remember us being, like, we haven't seen them or we haven't, like, spent time. Because if he had, if he could, like, he took us to work. So, he did conferences. So, he always was doing something, like, somewhere somebody's house or something like something for himself not for like an actual job so he would take us with the, with him and we had a blast he used to tell us that he'd pay us 50 cent for every nail we picked up type stuff like we there was always, right. always a time kid, spent yeah you know like we was just taken around everywhere you know what I'm saying always turned Always church. Yeah. Yeah. Too much Jesus in your life. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I was just gonna say that it was like seven days a week, I mean, always going there every day. Oh like, my God. the 
only thing that made it cool was that I was a musician. Yeah, so, so you like, had to play. Yeah, you know like, oh, we can go to church to play, but that was your, that, that was your thing. Yeah. Something yeah. kept you. Glad you found right. something. Right. Yeah, because right. <laughs> all that Jesus, I would have lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing was about that too, you know what I'm saying? Even though, of course, I'm conscious now, but I know completely what's up. I know the entire history. It just, Islam, it, like, there were parts of it where I was like, okay, I'm with it. But then, I don't know at what age it hit me, but I knew that this wasn't for me. Like, this wasn't the life that I was going to live. So when it came, at 18, you register, and you become, you know, as, like, a devout Christian, like a devout Muslim, you are now, the word is just losing me. But I knew... I wasn't going to do it. I knew at a young age I wasn't going to do it. So when, like, when my parents brought it up, started to bring it up when I got older, I already knew that in my head the answer was no. It's just how I verbally let them know it ain't going to happen, you know? And that, that never really came along. I just always, like, avoided it. Right. That same thing happened to me, though, because they used to always, oh, you, you're going to be a, a pastor one day. So they, they try to push it on to you, and I didn't like that. I already knew that I wasn't about to be no person. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like my Like, we know life, early. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like, yo, We know, you know really early. If I'm going to it's going to be from this goddamn music. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, like, now I know, like, if I really do have to give a message, it's not going to be about that shit. Yeah, you, 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 you want to hear what I got to talk about? Real, this shit that we talking about <laughs> right now. Exactly. You want to know what like, I got to talk about? Because y'all ain't going to like it. And I'm a curse, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I ain't going to feel a lot of that. Give you some tools to, like, empower yourself. You know what I'm saying? Uplift your mind so you can manifest the type of lifestyle that you want. But that's the, the shit that matters. That's the crazy thing is because like with religious people, period, not just like parents, it's it's without them even like understanding it, they're kind of pushing it onto you. And no matter how many signs you give them that I ain't really feeling this, I'm not feeling that, I don't do it, they still like to this day, I can't even open my mouth and tell mom, I don't believe in God. <laughs> like yeah, she, and they try to like they won't hear what you're saying at all. No, like, you don't believe in God. Ask y'all, like, how did y'all no, you need to go pray <laughs> so that you can believe. Yeah, because like, they automatically look at you like oh, you're the devil, or like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, something wrong with you? Or you got a demon in you? She still you know tells me today, like, have you been praying? Have you prayed about it? And I'm just like, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> like this is it's crazy. It's really that that entire. The whole religion aspect of it is crazy because they don't like also i know i don't remember if i told her this or if this was like a dream i had that i told her i don't know but um i was always thinking that like my dad's parents are jehovah's witness and my mom's parents are baptist but they're both muslims so just how islam found them why are y'all not giving me the opportunity to let something find me or like hit me because there are people who grow their entire lives not believing in God and then they get hit by a bus or some shit and they're like, oh, Jesus saved me. Type shit. I'm not going to say that. Well, that's happen, like, yeah, but I'm saying, I feel like for religion, because I, I'm not a religious person at all, but I really respect people who have that because you have something to turn to 
when you're like, you know, like uh, people need that. I understand needing that because everybody has something that they believe in, that they have faith in. So with religious people, it's like, I'm down God. You know, I'm up God, this God, something God. Like you having uh, something to turn to, you having somewhere to go spiritually, you know, something to lean on. That was one of my things with it. Was like, you're, this is your faith. This, God gave me this. How about you got off your ass and worked for this shit? Like, right, nope. That, that, that don't happen? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see the, the whole of creation, you know what I'm saying? And know that we come from creation. Like, you understand that you, in a sense, are a, a God. You know what I'm saying? You are creating. You know what I'm saying? Just like right now, we, y'all creating. You know what I'm saying? I'm creating. Like, everything that I don't bought, you know what I'm saying? Make stuff like this happen exactly. is creating. You know what I'm saying? That's the aspect of it. We about to get in the whole ass religious conversation, and it's pretty deep. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's get deep. Let me ask y'all. Let's get back to parents. Let me ask y'all um, because yeah, we finna go into a whole yeah, rabbit hole. Right? That should be one. <laughs> um, oh, we gonna talk about that. We are gonna get yeah, to that. How do y'all? So, parent parental relationships. You seen your parents? You seen your mom with? With men, yeah. I'm not gonna say I don't want to say it like that because it's kind of bad. <laughs> oh no, no, I had a couple of stuff on. Um, how do you think the relationships, the love aspect or the relationship aspect, <laughs> went to, went through you as an adult? Like, do you do anything similar to what your parents did in relationship? Yeah, I definitely do. My mom is like the most controlling person that I know. And when I say controlling, she's controlling every aspect of the relationship. And if she's not, then he's gone. <laughs> so do what I always, my so way I'm like, highway. mama, like, you're going to end up alone or, like, with the most softest nigga in the world. Because <laughs> it's like, it's just the only two people I think, or the only person I feel like will take what she does and be okay with it. Because mm-hmm. she's had a couple. Very soft-ass niggas, like, will come home, work the full two weeks, here go to check. You know what I'm saying? Asking me for money. I'm 16. My first job. I'm like, bro, you just got paid. Like, well, you know how your mommy is. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I just can't see as a grown man. But I do that too now. Like, I, I'm not really every... I'm more compromising because I see what it got her. Mm-hmm. I see an example of trying to control everything. But I do like to control a uh, majority. And I feel like I get that from her. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> Carter? I do see one main major similarity, like as far as like just looking at my past experiences, like in relationships and stuff. Like my parents wouldn't deal with shit like in front of people. Like, Why were we raised exactly the same? They would not deal with shit in front of people. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you in public, they you know hold it. Nah, they yeah. don't hold that shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, so no. Like man, that is a stigmatism. That I have when you in public right, and you go, oh my god, a lot of people want to slap the hell out of you. Know what I'm like, just mm-hmm. because, like, mm-hmm. man, like, in public. Calm yeah, down, chill. Like, yeah. just chill. It's not mm-hmm. everybody's business. <laughs> Mine do that, but, like, to a further extent. Like, people don't believe me when I say this. I am 24 years old. I have never in my life seen my parents kiss. Ever. 
Never. Never seen a handhold. Never oh, like seen no affection. Never seen like I like I of course we they got children. <laughs> we know they do shit. But I have never seen it. They don't that's not something that's their business, that's in their privacy. That's not something that we saw. That's not something that anybody saw. You can look at pictures of my parents today. And it's crazy because when you look at them, they look like they real cool. <laughs> type shit. Like my dad's arm will be around my mom and they'll be like sitting like this. But they won't be like, yeah, you know, lovey-dovey <laughs> type of shit. Like you're not going to see that. Especially not in the picture. No. So for the longest, I don't, don't kiss me in public. Don't, I don't want to hold hands with you. Don't touch my ass and no. For the longest, I mean, I gotta wear that shit, but <laughs> um, uh, that's how that's how like that's how I was because that's what I that's what I knew like that's for your privacy. I didn't like PDA. I was not for any of that, yeah. any of it. And I was like, Did that make you more curious about sex at all? Like growing up, not seeing it. Uh, I mean, HBO Did you see at night. See? Oh, okay. I'm about to say, <laughs> the channels for you. Know, when, you <laughs> when you up late and <laughs> the yeah, movie goes off I, and some. Cat house some shit comes on. Yeah. <laughs> that I was already curious, so Yeah, I think you missed the B uncut years, like, No, I, I was stay up like <laughs> HBO, Showtime, shit like that. Yeah. For some reason, like soft porn. Yeah, soft porn. <laughs> there was a lot of soft and I was always up, so there was a lot of soft porn on television. So uh no, I don't think I don't think I think the only effect that had on me was for a good while I didn't I didn't want PDA. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, because once I figured out I like PDA, <laughs> I don't oh. care about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, shit, I don't care. Spit yeah. my ass. <laughs> shit. Um, do you guys think that these relationships impact any friendships? I'm not sure um, how, but I mean, it, it, everything is deeper. I feel like everything that we do stems from our parents. Either we saw something we liked that they did. And we did it, or we saw some shit that we didn't like, and we did the opposite. Oh, yeah. I think I I got the need to, not the need, but the, I think it's the need. I think that's the right word. I felt like I needed to impress people from, like, friendship, wife, platonic relationship. Like, I think I get that from her. Because, like I said, we were growing up, we were growing up um, environment poor, but, like, pocket rich, if that makes sense. Like, we had money to do everything, go on trips all the time, and just... Our house was just in a very bad neighborhood. We had low rent. I'm not Section Eight, but it might as well it should have been. But and then when she started, we started visiting my aunts and all of them and seeing their houses and seeing that. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're hosting stuff. And I guess she put in her head like, "Oh, I want to do this too." And she did it. She did it. It, it. it cost a lot on us emotionally and financially, but I think I get that from her though. Like just the impressing people. That and not letting people really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I would fake the front. Fake the front. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, everything good. Everything, everything, good. Fine, everything yeah. went really, I'm, I'm too much behind. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's why I never really share. I would handle it myself, and that's what she does. Like. Some changes, I would say. Like, you know. Yeah, some changes. I would say that. Yeah, you know. I would listen to my kids more. Than my parents. So we're talking about, um, talking about movies, though. Um, what did you get from your parents? That's, like, um, in friendships, not platonic. Yeah, I mean, not, you know, relationships. Oh, okay. No, I can't really say, like, my relationships. Because I guess, like, the people that I used to kind of bring around was, like, always good people. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. 
I remember this one time I was about to get into the, like my first fight, and my mom like she like literally came out. I don't know if she like felt me or something, but she literally opened the door because it was like three dudes and I was literally from the fight all the way. Yeah. But I had ran over this dude's bike, you know what I'm saying? Because he was fucking in the road, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he was always like fucking with me. He was like, I, this time. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta <laughs> fuck you up now. You've know been trying for too long. He was like, I think he was trying to grab onto the thought cart, and I kind of like swerved that shit over and like bent up both the tires. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's up? Oh yeah, you didn't get it, man. Right outside, she's like, oh, oh. Of course, I talk to her about yeah. you know, now. 
I always remember the I don't want you to make the same mistakes type of conversation. That was always the conversation that I remember, which, in my opinion, was not a good conversation because, like, it wasn't. I feel like even sexual education classes are fucked up. Like, the whole don't do it, you're gonna get pregnant, or you're gonna die from an STD. Not really. Yeah, because it's still not scaring. You're not. It, it should, but it shouldn't be to scare. Yeah. It should be to have an open, intention. actual conversation, and that's why I asked because that's one of the things that I feel like our parents would should have been important is to have an open conversation to create an open relationship to where if something did happen or if I was going to have sex or if some anything. I can come talk to you without the fear of you saying devil child, devil child, or some shit like that, you know? <laughs> especially like in religion. Like Especially when most of our parents I don't know about well, I don't know how y'all parents do, but my parents was very young. And they, well, my mom was very young when she had me and I'm pretty sure she started having sex before me and it's like if you knew that you know what I'm saying, you were interested at that age. And I think that's why she came on us when she was just like I just want to try to be safe. Mm-hmm. She never said, she never assumed we were yeah, virgins. Yeah, I didn't have that Yeah, she never assumed we were virgins. She just like, God, just know how to bring no babies home. You know what I'm saying? Don't bring <laughs> no babies home. <laughs> just be safe doing it. You know what I'm saying? And don't fuck everybody. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, that's one thing. She instilled STDs in my head <laughs> so graphically that to this day. One in 51 people in Atlanta have HIV, by the way. I didn't know that. Yeah, see, like, see, like that, like, spooks the fuck out of me because right. like, I just see that in <laughs> random people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how many times I've seen 51 people? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you see one 51 of y'all? people here on the train. <laughs> like, um, but, yeah, I didn't I didn't have a safe, a be safe. Did you have a be safe conversation? I had a don't do it. It was more don't, yeah, don't do think, it. She, she said don't do drugs, but. Yeah, I think like after my that pops, worked out. <laughs> 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 right. That was only don't do I got. I really still assume we didn't do drugs either because she was just like we had so many examples around us, you know what I'm saying? Like we had people okay. fall asleep with needles in their arm, like we were just like, Yeah, it's just nasty. And we she just assumed that we would never do it. And we never did nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? But definitely experimented with a couple of <laughs> But nothing makes them like just weed basically. Do you guys, do you guys hold your your parents accountable yeah. for mishaps or mishaps nah. or any treatment that you don't feel was right? Not accountable and responsible. What's is that the same? Because I feel like no, I wouldn't say it's yeah. the same. I, I would say responsible, you, but not accountable. See, if I'm that makes sense. 
I hold them accountable, not responsible. Because accountable, you did this. Responsible is more, you did this, but you're only a product of your environment. I just thought it was irresponsible to have children before you're ready. And I feel like my mom wasn't ready. Well, that's the thing. Who I was just telling somebody this the other day. Have you heard that uh, Wale song, Matrimony, when Seinfeld's in the front, and he's Mm -hmm. saying, like, you're never, ever ready. ready. Uh Like, what's ready? Exactly. I I can say that. I I would say more prepared. Even though you can't be prepared, you, yeah, like, it's a new experience. It's a completely different. Like yeah. that shit hits you like nothing. Yeah. You can buy all the diapers you want, and it's yeah. and it's not gonna <laughs> like, like be missing something. Yeah. Like, something you, you gotta learn the hard you way. You can't. I don't. I don't believe <laughs> it's something that you can prepare for. Yeah. I can so say that. with that, like I knew girls and and like uh, a girl in my middle school actually had a child though. Um, and when it comes to stuff like that, um, especially then. I know abortion wasn't as why as popular. Not even popular. It wasn't as accessible. Yeah, okay. For people. So thinking about that too. Yeah. What what were the what the chances? What were the other opportunities? Not have sex, but (laughs) in a perfect world, I know. (laughs) Fucking. she did she learned from everything one thing i can say is that i never ever ever um not by choice i say never not had a place to stay never been hungry never like she never fucked up on the essentials Mm -hmm. it was always the emotional and the physical part that she just fucked all the way up like she did everything she was posting and i feel like she was so focused on that that she forgot about the other parts it was just providing. She was sounds, trying to be providing. Yeah, that sounds real. Yeah. I do hold them accountable for just being who they are. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Like, you made these decisions. I hold you accountable for that. Yeah. But I can't make them yeah. responsible for who I am. Yeah. Now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I slap them. Yeah. And no, they're not responsible for me because I'm. If I, if they had it their way, I'd be a completely different person. That's what I was saying. I, I turned everything she learned, and I just learned everything on my own. But I can't tell you. Um, yeah, she probably wouldn't agree with a lot that I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or especially my views with like the hermetic law and all that. Like I, I try to talk to her about it a little bit, but she's like just a little too set in her ways. But I, I, they they all are. And when I say they, yeah. I mean that generation. They all are everything. It's even it's hard to even get an apology from our parents. Like they didn't do wrong. They did what they were supposed to do. They did what they had to do. And I feel like they I feel like they've been so stuck in their ways for so long. So, so when somebody joked them with that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They it just it, they can't fathom it. Yeah, so I, I've, had yeah. Like, I've had those conversations with my mom. Like I've had those conversations like on some mom, you can't do that. I've been doing this for years. That don't... You've been doing it wrong for yeah, years. I, I think you told me that. So yeah, like, you've been doing it, don't Just because you've like, been well. doing it, don't make it right. Like, at some point, you have to... true. Realize what you're doing, realize that it's not right, and change. Exactly. But this goes back to, you know, changing people. You cannot teach an old dog new tricks. That's true. A lot of old dogs just want to be old dogs. They just want to. That's um, I think that's what we have to accept. Oh, yeah. That's one of the yeah, things. Like, have y'all accepted accept. y'all yeah, parents? Yeah, you, you 
have to accept that thing if you're going to want to move yeah. forward. Yeah. But it, it's just like kind of sad at the same time because it's like, oh, I'm trying to get you fucking the jewels right yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can goddamn, yeah, you can both I, be yeah, on this shit. My brother, he took it. He's a little deeper than I am. And when he tried to tell it, he was like, he's just not a very good presenter. And he, he presented it. <laughs> Um, aggressively <laughs> to an aggressive woman already, so it's like yeah. even if she would like accept this, she's not gonna let you know. Like I said, she'll keep a bottle in, and she's gonna lash back out. Cause he's like, oh, well, y'all need to know this, and y'all need to start meditating, and y'all need to do this, and it's like you can't do that to a person fifty some years old. That this me. <laughs> oh, she's almost fifty. I'm assuming I'm getting old, so I. <laughs> it's like, and then that's that's crazy that you said that too, bro. Yeah. Because it was like I had to have like discernment about that shit, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. meditation about how to actually deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About that, you know, yeah. what I'm saying because it's like if you really in tune with your spiritual self, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying with your higher self, you know, what I'm saying you'll know how to move in a way. To where they'll be able to understand you. And that's what I was telling them. Because you're already yeah. level headed at a certain frequency. Mm-hmm. So you know, going into it, even though like we got history because you're my mom, mm-hmm. like I know how to present this to you because I'm in tune with myself. Yeah, and she'll see that too. Right. So you know, are you. That's are how you, you uh, so that's my next question. Are you guys trying to change your parents? I'm not trying to change, not but trying. Like, just being an example. I feel yeah. like that's the best way to. That's the crazy thing. That's the craziest thing to me because growing up, our parents were our examples. But you see, with this generation, we are now the examples. Like, yeah. we are the leaders, and a lot of them are stuck in their ways, but then there are a good bit of them that are, okay, I'm starting to understand this. Because, like, the conversation I said I had with my mom, we had the conversation. She, you know, she took it in, took a second. She understood where I was coming from. But, with those things, it's like, it's almost to say that you were a bad parent to tell our parents that they did something it's, wrong. It's almost like, that's that's how they feel that we're saying is they're a bad parent. And this is what I feel like we got to be able to, like, tell them too. Like, we wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's yeah. where like, I, We yeah. could have easily been, like, in jail or even in a sewer somewhere, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, just, like, rotted out. Exactly. You know but just because of how they brought us up, mm-hmm. no matter which kind of way they brought us up, like, we made it to who we are now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why that shit is, like, important to be, like, grateful for yeah. how we were brought up. But I'm also, grateful for it, but you know, don't do it no more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. don't do it to your grandchildren now, and shit like that. Like, exactly. it, it stops, that. it then stops with, with us. Yeah. And that's that's where it came from. Like, my, my, my the conversation I had with my mom, like, what you did, I appreciate you as my mother i respect you as my mother i appreciate you as my parent parent who raised me who did all this stuff for me who almost molded me majority of me of who i am but that shit stops here like don't don't put those same pressures don't do all the same shit with your grandchildren that we're not going to have another generation of us <laughs> okay <laughs> no it's not going to happen that's that's one of the big things because even with men, in my opinion, as a woman, I feel like there are so many black men today who need therapy and don't even... A lot of them can't accept it or don't want to accept it or just don't we understand. But like, exactly. shouldn't share your feelings. And I, I had this conversation... 
yeah. with Donovan before, like, I want my son, if something is wrong, you can come cry to me. I'm not going to tell you this is, be a man, crying is for girls. No, yeah. crying is for people who have emotions. Yeah. And that's one thing, like, I ain't going to start, like, that's one thing my mom did instill in me. Mm-hmm. Like, because my mama is a crying <laughs> <laughs> Like, she will just bust out into tears about, like, the softest thing, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> It's like, why are you crying? <laughs> oh my, like, you know what I'm saying? It just made me be, you know what I'm saying, sympathetic for certain situations, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, just to have that aspect of just That's being, good. Of, you know, caring that much That's to, like, good. care. Yeah. Because it's, it's important because so many men today are just like, what you crying for? Yeah. I went through an entire pregnancy yeah. of crying, like, literally, y'all. I've never been that emotional in my life. I've always been, like, this nonchalant type person but those pregnancy hormones will change your fucking life <laughs> like literally me and um me and my ex we used to go out to eat every time we were out to eat i was crying he if if he if his face said anything unhappy if his tone said he didn't even have to say a whole word but if it came off like something's wrong something i was crying and bawling not just like couple tears <laughs> bawling out crying and it's like I couldn't verbally explain why I was crying that was the weirdest thing about it I couldn't explain why I was crying I was just emotional as fuck and it ain't it made me angry which made me cry more <laughs> so it was just like I was always sitting there crying and he didn't he wasn't as sympathetic as I needed at that moment like why are you crying stop crying Okay, Jim, stop crying. <laughs> Why are you yeah, crying? Instead I, of like, you, I'm pregnant, you know? So, who knows what the fuck is going to come out of me? I may hit you next after this shit. You don't know. Like, I didn't know. So, I couldn't tell, I can't tell you what's going to happen because I don't even know what's going to happen. I never, every time I cried, it wasn't expected. I cried during Moana. Moana made me cry. <laughs> you see the movie, the cartoon movie? Yeah. She just wanted to be who she wanted to be. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> that movie had me bawling out, crying. If you ever get a chance, it's a great movie. I just wanted her to be happy, <laughs> and that shit just—it just made me emotional. So I, it was—it was in a sense where, in his head, you just emotional. That's all it was. You fine. You just emotional, but that's not helping me with my emotions right now, because I'm. You know, I'm dealing. I'm doing. A, I'm dealing with a lot that I can't even say that I'm doing. It's just a crazy whole thing. Just don't get with me pregnant if you're not ready to hug her when she cries. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, do you guys feel like your parents owe you an apology? No. Do you do you feel like they owe you an apology, or do you want an apology? Are you seeking an apology, or would an apology? make you happier I can't say it would hurt I'm not looking for it but if I it came it, but would yeah, you yeah. it probably would yeah it would yeah. genuinely like if it was genuine yeah. now have, make me cry <laughs> <laughs> have you guys apologized to your parents for anything that you feel or do you feel you've caused anything that you yeah, should apologize I for apologize a thousand times yeah. for a thousand wrongs <laughs> <laughs> That's why I say I, I would never like expect an apology because, like I said, she did the best she could for her situation, mm-hmm. and it was never like I said, she never like kicked me out for a dude, a 
save somebody else instead of me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go out to the club and just leave us in the house. And you know what I'm saying? Like she never did any of that shit. So it's like, yeah, just the physical. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> so did did you have you apologized? Uh, or do you feel like you did anything to apologize for? I feel like well, this one time I I really had to. I was coming from another angle, but like, I was like, you know what I'm saying. I had to tell my pops, like, I feel sorry, like, if he don't feel like we, in a sense, trying to do the same thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm basically just here trying to help people wake the fuck up and become conscious, which just means aware of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. what's going on around you, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I, I'm sorry if you can't see that we trying to do the same thing. Oh yeah, because he's a pastor and he's trying to do the, okay, I get what you're saying, oh, same yeah, thing, yeah. It really is. We and I would be proud of you for it. Good job. So yeah. you take this side, I got this side over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cause like I said, you can't change them. But I, I don't feel like that should stop a parent from being proud, especially if you're doing what that? you do. Did y'all get that pride from your parents? Mm. He said that shit for the first time in like since I can remember, mm-hmm. like, like two, three weeks ago. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. How did how did it feel? It made me feel good. Yeah, yeah. 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 I did. Heard like, it. Yeah. yeah. Where was this yeah. when I was child? Yeah. Because that's one thing we do need growing up, the positive. That's that's definitely one of the things. Like, for me, this, I don't blame my parents for this. My my mom for this. Um, I can say my parents. I don't blame my parents for this. I don't feel like this was anything on them. But I tried to do a lot of shit. Like, I was in, like, soccer for a week. I tried to do band for two weeks. <laughs> I wanted to do the step. I wanted to do a lot of shit, but consistency is not something that I had. I'm still working on that shit now. But um, consistency just wasn't there, so I'll pick something up, drop it, pick something up, drop it. But I all, I, but I did all, all kind of feel like what I, when I did pick something up, it wasn't, oh, yeah, you got this. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, you know, encouraged to do something, to stick with it. And I almost, you know how people put their children like piano lessons and shit like that. I almost wish I was pushed to do something because like uh, they, yeah. they don't like it at first, but then they grow to appreciate it and grow to like love music or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I definitely think I missed out. Like, I don't think I did. I think I did. Well, I tried out for all the sports. I just like same thing. Consistency. I was started. Oh, this boring. Oh, I can't. It might just be a day where I just don't feel like going. And I just, Never go back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was never pushed for anything. I don't think. And yeah, like I feel like we need that push. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's something that we like kinda interested in. Like, oh like Do it. Do the shit. You like, got you this shit. Sometimes you, exactly. like, you got like this. you ain't gonna wanna do this shit. No matter like, what the age. I definitely do. feel like that's what I'm I'm gonna be a, a whole ass you got this pan like, Ooh, Alex, do it. Fuck it up. <laughs> the biggest hype man. <laughs> Anything, literally, fuck, go, go, get up. <laughs> yeah, everything. Like I'm gonna be the biggest hype beast ever. The signs, the t-shirts, everything, the hats, maybe every fucking thing. Um, um, so what? What do you guys? Do you feel like you're able to sit down? Two more questions. Do you feel like you're able to sit down? With your parents and look at them and say, "This is me. This is you. I'm how I am. You're how you are. 
we can we understand that and just have a better relationship instead of us just fighting to be separate or fighting to disagree on shit? Uh, yeah, I definitely can. My mom, she accepts it. She accepts me for me now. So, I mean, she just said I did the best I could type thing, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, it's cool. And, yeah, I feel like she wouldn't have a problem with anything I'm doing now. As long as I'm not doing anything illegal. She alright. <laughs> I feel the same way. It's just when I start ripping up that Christianity. Well, do you think you're able to just say, you believe in God and Jesus, I don't, can we be cool? It's not, but it's it's so much more than that. It's it's so Mm -hmm. much more than that. Like, when you know that the history, that's all I feel like I'm going to have to, like, aim that aspect at Because when they look up that fucking history, go look up the origin of this shit, Mm -hmm. like, trace it back. Know what you believe in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just accept it. Nah, I, said, I got a couple of my family, but I, I don't see how any black conscious person today can be a Christian and know how it was brung to us, first of all. I'm like, bro, this was forced on them. We ain't know nothing about no... Exactly. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't speak of Ethiopia because it's an old country that was Christianized, but no one knows what about, about Ethiopia before Christianity. Exactly. So but that's where the, you know what I'm saying. The, the understanding of the Hermetic laws, or mm-hmm. what they tried to change the Tahrenes, but it was just yeah. thought. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which comes from Africa. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. African teaching. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. About you know what I'm saying manifestation. Is this really the real? You know what I'm saying? Is yeah. this what it is? Vibration. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that you would like, I know you mentioned something earlier. Like, what's one thing that you know for a fact that you're gonna do differently with your children? Oh, with our communication. You know, my mom did not talk. I can't remember a conversation when we just sit down and she, like talking about her day or asking about mine. Or it was none of that, like ever. But and I feel like that's why I did a lot of shit. I used to be scared to ask my mom to go outside or to do anything. Ask my brother. Hey, go ask. Well, you never ask. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and then I, but, oh, that's what she, I'm terrified of the word no. Like, terrified. Because her nose is, like, so fucking strong. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like not even hope after she says no. So I'd rather just go do it and get in trouble for it. But I'm like, shit, you ain't saying no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> as long as you just say no. Yeah, I'm but, fine. like, to this day, I'm like, man, man, no. <laughs> but I would definitely yeah, communication. Mm-hmm. Number one thing. I, I would say communication too. But, uh, I would also say like I would change like the type of mindset like that my kid has like mm-hmm. from how my mindset was when I was just a kid. Like my parents kept me a lot of like away from the real shit, mm-hmm. like the bills. All that other stuff that yeah. you to understand society because, like, my kids gonna have to be business people, like, mm-hmm. so they're gonna have to have business before yeah, they're you know. 10, 10 years old, like, straight up. Yeah, you're gonna have to be good at something, like, you know, what I'm saying, doing something you got you like as a hobby that I, you know, we'll see, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see it. So, it's just yeah. like create a business and understand how the society works so you'll be on top at this age, so when you're this age, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, right? You know what I'm saying, you already know how to work this world. I would say discipline 
for me. Communication is a get is a given for me. But I would say discipline because like we were bad, but we were beat. <laughs> but we were bad as fuck. So it's like I, I guess that's what like I justify it, but discipline wise, I'm I'm taking a completely different yeah, yeah, completely different path. I think I've always been racist like that though. We got so many. That's what I'm saying. Like beating, not no whooping, a uh, beating, <laughs> like weapons are involved. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, weapons because I would use the yeah. same thing they use on us to fight somebody else. Yeah, for <laughs> real. You think yeah, about it. Out. <laughs> 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 um, for real. Probably we touch on that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> because discipline for like. Black adults now? That's yeah. a sensitive ass topic. Like you realize the shit that you went through was not I didn't okay. know it was illegal back then. Or was it? The type of shit? I mean, I don't know if it's I'm saying it's illegal to even discipline your child period now, physically. I wouldn't say the type of shit was definitely illegal. Oh, I know the type of shit. <laughs> the mean, type of discipline was definitely illegal. Different shit. Definitely illegal. Um my pops told me one time, like we was young, Chris David remember this too, like he told us like Call the cops. <laughs> she told me that. <laughs> she told me that. I almost called the cops over there. I'm going to go to jail. She and, told and, me that. And when I get back out, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> and whenever I go to jail again, I'm going to come back out and beat you in the ass. Damn. She, told, like, she literally told me the exact same thing. She said, he said if you go to jail, you better be gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared as she was telling it to me. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta leave. You gotta move out. If you call. You gotta move out. You gotta come. <laughs> See why they threatened me? They asked me to go to jail. He coming back. I never knew. I thought it was normal. You. Everybody I knew got beat. You know what I'm saying? So it was like that's just what it was. But like I said, it's, it's other ways to discipline children without physically harming so, them. So especially now where everything bothers them, like. I take a toy away, and your life is over. Imagine oh, yeah. you do so you you mess up, you do something wrong. Ain't no toys. What is yeah. a toy? Right. TV, iPad. None of that. Phone, nothing. That. No. <laughs> you do nothing. You come home. You eat. You go to sleep. And that hurts. That's what hurts. <laughs> and that hurts. When I take TV away, like you know, what I'm saying when we was young, like yeah. TV was like. Okay, we gonna go outside. Bro, I loved outside. <laughs> like, like, I will go outside. One of my best friends, her son, the corner, was like livid. I'm like, dude, you could be getting your ass whooped. You don't even know the real discipline. <laughs> the corner, but the corner was, to him, was the, his life is over. It was the worst thing he could ever get was the corner. He don't want to go to the know. corner. That's exactly. But that's what happens when it's all you know. A, a simple taking away of something, a simple going to the corner, when that's all you know, that is what you're scared of. I'd rather my son be scared of the corner than scared of me. You know? Exactly, yeah. Scared of messing up, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cause I was going to say, you used to get the option, but punishment and ass whooping. I'm taking the ass whooping every time. I'm going right outside. <laughs> I hated being in the house. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Punishment and embarrassment. It was six of us, though. Punishment, we in the house. We were all going to play outside together. Oh, yeah. Y'all going to make a game. <laughs> we going to play outside together. Anyway. Um... So, you guys know we're doing Artist of the Week, Black Artist of the Week, every week. Um, we're going to promote something no matter what you do. If you paint, if you sing, if you dance, if you're a producer, if you're a sculptor, if you do carpentry, whatever it is. 
let us know and we will promote your shit because I feel like black representation in the arts is very very important especially when people think like the only you don't have many options when being black you have so many options that's why I would definitely promote the arts and this week we're gonna um we're gonna promote Kiana she's from Augusta go ahead girl um you can follow her yeah, you can follow her at um, underscore key the creator. She paints. She does sculptures. She used to make these little um, ashtrays and stuff. With yeah. she has like these figures these, that she paints all the time. And she, I, t- I was telling her she should like put them on an ashtray or some shit. Like I would buy that. I don't even smoke. Yeah, I, I would buy that. Shit. We were both customers. <laughs> I bought a painting like, for my sister from her. I have one hanging up from uh, um, in my room from her actually. Like she is definitely for me gold. She's okay. definitely one of the goals for me. I have like a couple of them that are goals. She's definitely one of them. She's really fucking dope. Um, you guys should follow her, you know, support her, buy her shit, because she's nice. She's real nice. Um, if you do want to send us stuff, all we ask you to do, like, share our page, and just DM us with at minimum three pieces of whatever it is you do that you want to share, that you want to promote, and be black. <laughs> I ain't sharing your shit if you ain't. So. I'm not sorry about that either, so.